Hello and welcome to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Show, the show that plants seeds for cultivating new culture. I'm your host, DJ Cornerstone, and my co-host is none other than Dr. William Sullivan Sr., better known on the show as Doc. We'll discuss the boundaries of our communities of things known and unknown and offer listeners a new connection to forward progress that creates a new culture that we all can be a part of harmoniously. Please stay tuned for special information at the end. Be sure to listen all the way through for the details. And today we're going to be talking about protecting the sanctity of family. You're probably saying the sanctity of family. Yes, sanctity being the state or quality of being sacred, saintly, and ultimate importance of the family unit. We're going to go in depth of what family should be versus some of the norms we are seeing uh, in today's family settings. How media, television, streaming services show images that are more common, but yet is not what it is all about and is always right. So this is Dr. Sullivan, and we're looking forward to an exciting time uh, on today's podcast. Yeah, we'll try to cover these situations in real life and let you, our listeners, decide what you think is right or wrong. We're going to dive right in. Hey, so, Doc, a question for you. I know you you talked on sanctity. Can you uh, further elaborate on what sanctity is? Well, Well, sanctity, dealing with the sacredness of marriage and family, uh, God is a God of family. You know, he said he adopted us into the family of God. Family is very important to God. Scripture talks about whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Uh, No matter whose marriage it was, uh, it's a vow unto God, which makes it sacred. Um, You know, you give a vow. um, So it's a powerful word. Sanctity, you know, set apart, uh, holiness, um, you know, doing it God's way. Yes. So, um, yeah. And we'll further indulge in that. Yeah, man, right on. Yeah, because, you know, doing the, doing the God's way is doing it the best way. Yeah, That's what we all want for our families. And, you know, like, speaking, you know, families, period. And I, I like what you're saying earlier about uh, how media, television, streaming services show images it just it just makes me think, you know, the first part of the family is is the the husband and wife. I know there's other yes. families, but I'm I'm kind of speaking for mine. Like my wife right. at times gets a little down because she sees these different these different pictures and these memes of these women. Uh, they're getting these Brazilian butt lifts and all that, and she gets kind of down about how she appears. And I find myself trying to encourage her, even though you know sometimes. Uh, she might not really be able to take it in because okay. she's like feeling low for whatever reason. And it just, it, it just, it, it, it bothers me, man. So, I mean, all I know to do is to continue to love up on her and yes. to continue to tell like, like you fine, you beautiful. I'm just kind of sharing my tips. Like yes. she's yes. wearing, when she's wearing her lounge around clothes, I, right. I tend to flirt with her even more. She have her slippers with Mitch Match pajamas on. I'd be like, girl, you look good in the mug. You know, okay. just try, try to make right. her smile. She'd be like, boy, you crazy. Yes. You know, because okay. you know, I know for me and, and my wife, it's not just protecting her physically. It's protecting her emotionally. Yes. Um, making sure she knows she's beautiful. And, and I, don't know, yes. I don't know about you, but it's like I feel like that's one extra thing we got to fight against, man, social media. You right, know? okay. <laughs> yes. I got you. And that, and that, I'm glad that you started off with that, DJ, because marriage, how the way it was designed. In Matthew chapter 19, verses 3 two through 6, it says, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Mm-hmm. And what this scripture has to deal with, it has to deal with the systems of what each individual was brought up out of and came out of. Uh, it has to deal with their history because what has to happen is we have to establish a new identity in order to be one because many times people bring systems in into their marriage 
Because if someone is dealing with that, a low self-esteem issue, mm. there was something that they brought into the marriage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or or anything. Um, you know, and so it's in it's in it's and it will always create conflict and be an area an area of difficulty because they brought in another system. What has caused you to not have, you know, to have low self-esteem like this? You know, and so we got to get to the root cause. Maybe a person was mistreated. They were talked down upon all their life. They, you know, were called names. They were verbally abused. It's, it's a root cause. Mm. And even in the scripture, it talks about the axe has to hit the root. And, and many times in marital counseling, what we do, we get to the root of stuff. We go back down memory lane because you can never start at the table at face value and get it healing for a marriage. Because mm-hmm. what, what you're dealing with is something that you didn't even cause. Yeah. That came in. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, glory to God. But here's the thing. God, you got, there's something in you that God put in you as a man to love her through that. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? And to educate you and give you the knowledge on how to deal with her in, in that particular area. Be, because, you know, because that, that's, that's, that's a whole lot. That's, you know, that, that's, that means you so you, there's something about you. And I want to encourage men to understand that, that are listening, that they have wives that some men got some women that are very difficult, but there's an anointing on you. That's the hand of God that's going to use you to love her through that. Because it's one thing that women need, and that is love. That's yeah. why the scriptures say, love a wife as Christ so loved the church. Because love even talks about covers a multitude of sins. Love is a deliverance within itself. You know what I'm saying? So what it is, I got to get the wisdom of God on how to love my wife through her emotional difficulties of her appearance. Mm. That she can realize that she is fearfully and wonderfully made. You know what I'm saying? That she can, you know, that, that she can be captivated by who God made her. You know what I'm saying? That she can be captivated by because yeah. now she's traumatized by who she is. And, and then, you see what I'm saying? So when she sees other images on social media, uh, when you watch reality TV shows and all these other things, you know, she's comparing what God made her, you know, comparing to what God made somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? And so we will just have to get to the root of that, you know, because that that, that needs to be healed. And, and deliver. But um, yeah, so hold on to that. We're going to really indulge in how people bring two systems yeah. in. You know, you bring a system, you know, that's what it means. When he say you shall leave mother and father, meaning you got to leave the systems that you brought in because what worked for them and worked back then may not work with what you got. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It may not work. <laughs> you ain't married to them. Oh, they, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, that's what that means. A lot of people think it just means, well, just leave mother and father them out your business. No. It means some of the stuff that you were raised on, brought up in, mm-hmm. were told, you know? I mean, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh. Man, you hit on something, Doc. Man, let me What's tell you, because I know I brought a sister in, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, you know, until marriage, I thought my whole system was right. You know, everything that I learned from my family, I thought it all was right. My wife, on the hand, and I ain't trying to put out <laughs> too much. Out, okay. But my wife, she was uh, discerning enough early on. She would tell me, she was like, you know, I love my family, but I knew as a child my family wasn't perfect. I gotcha. had everybody in my family on a pedestal. So okay, it was kind of reversed right. to me as I got older, and especially after marriage, I got to see some of the um, the not-so-perfect stuff. Right. I got to realize it. And, mm-hmm. um, like, one of which was, it was kind of a burden of, didn't even realize this was on me, a burden to be there to help everybody and to keep okay. everybody together. Right. That was something that you think is a good, real good thing. That's right. But it could mess you up. And when you yes. have your own family, you, yes. especially if you're the man, you cannot be messed up because you have to keep it all together for your own family. So you can't really be tending to everybody else like you thought you were supposed right. to. 
But Correct. yeah, okay. yeah, Doc. I, once again, you feel yeah. be helping me today. And right. Okay. That's, <laughs> you got me thinking. Yes. Okay. Well, great, man. This this is awesome, man. Thank you for bringing this to the table because I mean it is key, and a lot of people just never realize uh, this. And even when two come to the altar, what what begins to take place at that point is they're going into the dirt. Mm-hmm. Going into the ground, your two seeds. Got to. This is what you got to realize: it's two seeds coming to the altar, going in the dirt. That's why whenever you go to family reunions, I'm gonna say this: think about it. Those that are listening, you see a tree, okay, and it got all these names on it of the people in that family. But at the bottom, in that on that big part of the tree, the trunk, mm-hmm. it's two names right there. You understand? Mm-hmm. Those are two people that went in the dirt. Glory to God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're talking about a marriage is something that you truly got to get out the mud, the dirt, <laughs> the ground. Because you have to come together. How can two walk together except we agree? Yeah. So you got them two seeds got to come together in the dirt. That's why a lot of people never survive in marriage. Mm. They never get above the ground. Do you understand? Listen, our marriages go through seasons. Every four years in a marriage, you come into a new season. Okay? Mm. From four to eight. Lord, from your, your first year, from one to four, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Then from four to eight. Then from 12 to 16. You see what I'm saying? From 20 to 24. That's where I'm at right now. I think, I think uh, Mike is in, in the probably from the 24 to 28 right now. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So where are you at, DJ, in there? Because we're going I'm, somewhere. I'm in between the, uh, what you say, was the 48 and then it's eight to the what? Uh, four, yeah, one to four, four to eight, uh, eight, to, eight to 12, 12 eight, to 16. I'm in the eight to 12. Gotcha. Yeah. See, so you think about not. Every four seasons, our marriage go through transition. Every four years, marriages go through new season. Mm-hmm. So that first one through four, we're just trying to come together to establish oneness. Mm-hmm. What? So we can become that truth. Yeah. So we can leave a legacy. We can create a generation. Mm-hmm. So one day, DJ, you and you, what's your wife's name? Uh, Natasha. Natasha. Yeah. You and Natasha can be on that tree at the bottom. Come on, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. In that area, they came together somehow. And that's where the strength. And then you got a legacy that that's becomes the branches and everything else of your children, your grandchildren, and everything else. But the key thing is, while we in the dirt, we got to find what works for our household. I got to find out how to love my wife, not my mama, not my sister, not the way my uncle did it, not the way my brother and them did it. I got to find what God has for me because God knows Natasha. Mm. Just saying, I'm married to Deborah. God knows Deborah. Yeah. Lord, how am I going to love Deborah as Christ so loved the church? I got to be in the secret place to get the strategies on how to love. You know what I'm saying? We all come. Then nobody come from no put together family. Not, nothing mm. that's whole. So we all come from broken situations. So yes. when we you come from broken situations, guess what you bring in? Broken strategies, Ooh. broken systems. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes something could have worked in your life that could have been so messed up, but you didn't know it was messed up because that's all you knew. Right. I say that again. <laughs> it, <laughs> something messed up could have worked in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And could have worked for you. Why? Because that's all you knew. But as you got older and learned more, you realize how messed up it was. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that became a system in your life. You understand that? So now that when he say we have to leave mother and father, what is you got to leave the system? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Leave the history. Leave that because hey, you got to find your identity. Your marriage has an identity all within its own, and that's what you got to find out because that's how you build your kingdom. So when you and your wife pray, Lord, pray, we pray, Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in our life, God, that we can build your kingdom. Yeah. Because this is a kingdom that we're building, and not somebody else, because it'll forever be flawed. Ooh, See what I'm saying? Yeah. Glory to God. I don't want to, you can't build your marriage on another man's foundation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and likewise, for the <laughs> you can't build. You know what I'm saying? And so definitely, so it's, it's, man, we got to be purged. We got to, you know, and man, oh, God. Go ahead, Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to leave that right there. Man. Ain't build your marriage on another man's foundation. <laughs> sure can't. Don't want to neither. 
Nah, correct. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, <laughs> you know your foundation no. in the beginning. You know, because uh, somebody told me it was uh, in the beginning. I can't remember the analogy. Is you got two people coming together, and uh, he, he and he was, was that was my my old my old pastor. He rubbed his right. hands like that when you bring something together, is friction, and after right. a while, after so much friction, it's, it smooths it smooths out. Okay, you know, yeah, coming together, it yes. can be rough, but after a while, it smooths out and it just flows together. I, yes, and I and I feel like I'm I'm at that point now. <laughs> okay, got you. In this yes. third season, right, of smoothing out, and we we working together, and uh, right. encouraging each other and helping each other. And man, you know, I want to get all on the wife because I know everybody's got uh, more units to their family. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your brother in the footwork, DJ Cornerstone, and you are listening to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Show. But I, so I want to ask about the children. Okay. All right. Very important part. That's our, our legacy. Yes. What would you say is something that's attacking the children? Um. For one the availability of a lot of false information Mm. and easy access to it between smart devices, iPads, iPhones. I mean, you know, not even eyes, Androids or whatever, just devices being connected to the world wide web. And that is one of the main things that's derailing a lot of our children, even that are in solid foundational biblical, scriptural, structured homes mm-hmm. is the accessibility of wrong information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is so accessible. And the majority of people's houses that you go in, always look, the majority you see, everybody, the toddler, one year old running around with things. <laughs> you know? yeah. He got big ears on it and everything. But oh, in that, yeah. is a, what's done is a, is a, you know... <laughs> Uh, uh, iPad, some kind of pad, some phone. I mean, they're, 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 you know, so, so after a while, the enemy begins to put messages mm-hmm. all in the stuff, the cartoons, there's messages, you know what I'm saying? And whatever, I can go on and on where there begins to be messages to redirect them, right. to, to misguide them. See what I'm saying? You, you're, you're training them up in the way they should go. Mm-hmm. And the enemy is sending everything in their life to misguide them. To redirect them. That's what's, what it means to sift as we. Yes. In the Bible, when Jesus told Peter, I prayed for you because the enemy desires to sift you as we. He desires to get you off course, to get you to miss your main goal, to get you to not realize what you go to school for. You know what I'm saying? Get you to, you know, to get you caught up in peer pressure, to think everybody else is doing it, everybody mm-hmm. else got it. I got to have it. So that's one of the main things that is really, uh, on our children, so we must keep stay prayed up on our knees, you know, and keep even the faith, have structured time for these devices. Mm-hmm. Even when they play video games now, they're playing, they ain't, you, you, you don't know long, they don't know, they don't leave somebody to sit there and play with them. Yeah. They can play somebody, you pay, be, be in, in Tennessee playing somebody in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. On the video game. So mm-hmm. it's such, it's such quick connectivity nowadays. Information. So anytime that happens, wrong information is always available. And you got to realize this, a green room, somebody can have a green room and they can transform that room and, and they could be anything they want in that green room. Tell people this all the time. Listen to what I said. A green room can be transformed, can allow a person to be anything and anybody they want to be. Mm. So a lot of information that coming from doctors and nurses and this stuff to be on these, uh, you know, backwoods websites and videos and all that. A lot of that stuff is nothing but information of the enemy. It's not legit. It's not. It's not proven. It's somebody that has knows how to make their green room and they can be whatever they and they can give out whatever information they want to give out. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we just got to be mindful. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up. So for the people like yeah. me, I I know what a green screen is. Yeah. What exactly is a green room? A green room is where, say for instance, right? I have a background now. Mm-hmm. It's where a person can put a microphone 
They can make a green room is what they use in a lot of settings where they do video calls, just like we're doing right now. Say, for instance, we made a green room. They can transform that green room to make it look like it's a legit news station okay. or anything. But everything starts with a green with a green room. Just, just look it up. Look okay. up green rooms and how to develop a, a cast, the, the videos to make something to where it looks like it's right. And that's what the enemy, how the enemy comes to deceive. He, he, dece- he makes you think what I'm saying and doing is right. But he begins to give misinformation behind it. And, um, and we'll further elaborate on that as we deal with music and everything in the culture. We'll bring all that information in and to let people realize that, hey, it's everything that you see, videos, where people share that stuff. Telling people all the time, listen, don't, you ain't got to send none of that stuff my way. You know what I'm saying? Because the miseducation of the enemy, mm-hmm. this is his moment. Mm. He said even in the last days, if it were possible, he would even deceive the very elect of us. If it was possible, this is his prime moment, an hour. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that, Doc. Yeah, I'm going to definitely look it up, too. Uh, I'm, getting, I'm seeing some stuff on the screen here with what the green room looks like. And it's a literal green room. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And it could be transformed to be anything. Mm. <laughs> All right. So um, I want to get back into now the, the wife before we take a, a quick little break and everything. Um, gossip. I have found that gossip is one of those things that are talked about, it's talked about lightly as though it's innocent, but it's very destructive. Right. I don't know if you yes. experienced it in your marriage where it was gossip, but I, I've okay. had it in mind. Like I said earlier, I, I had my okay. family on a pedestal. Right. And my, my wife would tell me, you know, I, I feel in a certain kind of way. People are saying things. And I'm like, no, baby, you know, they just playing. You know, I, I, I didn't protect like I should have. Right. You know, because I, I, I had that naivety that my family does no wrong. And then coming to see later on things being revealed and they, they, they weren't good and they were hurtful, hurtful things. Right. I don't know for our listeners, if they experienced any of that in their marriage with their families, but what would you say is, uh, is a, a good thing to do to fight against that? Because guys, okay. uh, you know, somebody on the street, that's one thing. A coworker, right. that's one thing. When, it was, when it's people that you love and trust, right? how do you come against that? Gotcha. And that, that's, a, that's a good question, DJ. That is great. And DJ, I would say with that, like, you were so open and honest um, about how you put your family on a pedestal. And, you know, about your family, you really love your family. And, man, and, and that's a wonderful thing. And that, that is awesome, you know. And so when you got married, now it seemed like there became some challenges where your wife kind of felt like kind of belittled. I'm hearing in some things due to things that were maybe were being said or what have you. Um, so let me ask you this. Was it hard for your family to accept your wife? Here's the deal. I thought everyone accepted my wife. Okay. In the beginning. Okay. Didn't know, you know, behind the scenes, there were some who didn't. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So the ones that didn't probably did everything in their power to allow other people to see what they were seeing or what even seeing because people try to influence other people not to like who they don't like. That's true. Okay. And so that creates a domino effect. And now, you know, so it becomes a bigger issue. But with that being the case, you got to realize, DJ, that I have married my wife now. And even, you know, it wasn't by default we opened up with that scripture. That wasn't even the plan. But it was because of the question that was asked. For this cause shall a man leave mother and father. So now it's like, you know, 
in order for me to build this unity and this oneness with my wife, I mean, my family, I love them, but their opinions of what I'm building over here is a non-factor because they ain't going in the mm-hmm. dirt with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> unless I want to build on their foundation, which is going to be shaky, and me and my wife would never have one, never have complete intimacy. And the strength of our marriage would be to our children get us into college and get grown and go, and then we really don't have nothing no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I had to decide now, do you know, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, even from this point forward, I got to realize the importance of my wife. And this is who I'm building with. Mm-hmm. And this is what God is honoring. You know what I'm saying? This, this is it. This is the fact, this is family. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is so, you know, cause that's key. That's key because gossip, people going to always gossip. They're going to always have something to say, but when it becomes a non-factor because it keeps hitting nothing, it don't penetrate nothing, it don't matter. But as long as it penetrates you, your soul, it bothers you, gets under your skin, of course it's going to disturb your wife, people are going to continue to do it because that means they, they have a platform in your marriage. Y'all keep giving them a stage and they're going to keep getting up there singing and dancing on it. Mm. You know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> You know, and so you got to come to a place where, hey, you know, hey, enough is enough because you got to decide, do I want to have longevity with my wife? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As a man, you got to make the decision as the head of the household, you know, and, you know, things just can't be acceptable. It's unacceptable. And as long as you're going to be disrespectful to my wife, hey, you know, we just need to back up. You know what I'm saying? We still family, like Abraham told Lot, listen, man, I give you the best or whatever. Just take it. As long as we separate, <laughs> you still mm-hmm. my family, still my nephew. But hey, bro, you got to go. Yeah. You got it's something in you that you know what I'm saying. And the minute he did that, his nephew turned and went to the worst place on the face of the earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He turned, so that showed him what was in his nephew's heart. But sometimes you don't know that until you tell people, until you put up barriers and let people know enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Then you can really realize what they were doing and where their heart was. And say, man, son, a lot went, and you know, he nephew went the wrong, totally the wrong way once he did that. But that was wrong was in his heart. And some yeah. people, man, the Bible talks about the fool um, does folly and foolishness. It's a sport to the fool mm-hmm. to be mischievous. Yep. Man, to me, that's a powerful script. Just like when you like to dance, mm-hmm. teach dance. I like to play basketball, like to run and, you know, love my sports, watch sports to the fool. Creating conflict and drama is a sport to them. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> that, that right there has got me thinking because I, I know of people who seem like they kind of get off on that. Like they'll yeah. get the hoop and holler, man, I wish that mug would. I'll do this. Yeah. I'll, whoop, I'll do blah, 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 yeah. smack, shoot, yes. yeah, whatever. And it's like they get charged up. Then, then don't let them have somebody like, yeah, girl, yeah, boy, get that, get that fool book. Yes. Don't let have somebody encouraging them. Yes. Yep. And it's like yes. they enjoying it. Like both of them, the encourager and the one talking all these threats. Yes. It's like how? You know. Anyway, yeah. And that's I, it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's they. That's they. Uh, that's they folly. And they enjoy it. That's, that's their hobby. Yes, definitely. Yes, yeah. and they play it every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely play it in their sleep, and we see it. No, and yeah. we, again, oh, yeah. back to the you media. That's in yes. certain TV shows. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Again, the youth see and imitate. Yeah, definitely. Yes. And now they're and, recording themselves imitating yes. and posted it on Snapchat, and now they yes. feel like this is the way to do it. Correct. And that's it. Yes, definitely. Because it's always a new trend. It's always a new challenge. About it. Always a new challenge. You know? <laughs> you know? That's from <laughs> some foolery. You know? A few years ago, it was the ice bucket challenge. Not too much, too difficult. <laughs> Just do the ice bucket. Nowadays, yeah. man, it's, you know, beat somebody up. You know, gang beat up somebody or do something at school in the bathrooms. They painted something and record it now and do this challenge. I mean, they have become, why? Because you can do it quick, post it live, and there it goes. Once it's out there, it's out there. 
Once it's that worldwide, man, ain't ain't no pulling back. It's out there. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah. And we'll like I say, when we do that media segment, we're gonna bring up some homework on some stuff that the people see. Once it's out there, it's out there. Once you post that that video, you twerking. That's out there. That's it. They, they, it's out there. Once you put it out, it is out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So y'all get ready yeah. for for those yeah. oh, coming yeah. in the future. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be good yes. for y'all. Yes, definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They didn't know who to arrest until they went to look at some social media pages. I <laughs> see you posted with them guns and all that yeah. money and all that stuff. <laughs> and now the new challenge is: I just seen this today, and then we gonna get back in it. Is putting the money in front of you and letting it spell something. What? <laughs> That's the new challenge now. Nah, yeah, you'll see it after today. You're gonna see it because you know when somebody says something, it, it, it's put money in front of you, hundred dollar bills, whatever you got, and let it spell out something. And you standing there taking a picture with it, and your money spelling something. But yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and it's really finna turn up now because it's income tax time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this one person had today. Well, until I get my money right, all they had was some dollar bills spelling I. <laughs> like four dollar bills. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, my money coming. I'm, I'm going to spell something big. Uh, yeah. so, I'm like, okay. I said, wow, here we go. Oh, man, yeah. that's the I. Just, just the yeah. I. <laughs> that's all they had was I. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> With their last few dollars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, oh, yeah. Golly. Yeah, but yes. Oh, oh man, that. Well, you, yes. you got me thinking too. Um, the time we on kind of talk, the money thing is a good segue because another thing that affects the family that comes against the family is uh, bad finances. Yes, yeah, Ooh. yes, 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 and it is, man. And on that, you gotta find who whoever one is good with money. Mm. You know what I'm saying, and that's the key. I mean, because every. And, you know, and there it is. So even you just got to find that person who is good with strategizing, structuring and administrating of the finances. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with doing business. And and that's you got to go with that. Whoever responsible, whether it's the husband or the wife. You know what I'm saying? And definitely because, you know, you got to start there and then you got to just I mean, in the beginning, sometimes people want stuff before it's their time. Mm-hmm. Some people want to eat. Uh, we 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 say it like this: you you can't have your dinner for breakfast. And a lot of young couples want to have their dinner for breakfast. That means they want to do stuff before it's time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to have things. It's just not your time. It's not your moment. You got to make sure that you're being a wise steward over your finances. We believe in tithing. We believe in saving. A lot of people, well, I can't afford to. Until you put in a place and a strategy for your money. You will never have it. Mm-hmm. But people all the time, until you put in a strategy in place for your finances and stick to it, you will never have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then money becomes a major issue in a lot of homes. You know, money, just poor financial management. And that's a whole segment within itself of, you know, how to be a steward over your finances and to see them grow, you know, and uh, definitely. Um, yeah, that's a, like I say, that's a whole nother mess, but it creates a lot of conflict because I'm going to tell you like this, you know, what I've learned is there are some challenges that are going to come against your household or wife or be disturbed about that you ain't going to be able to pray them out. You ain't going to be able to bind them out, fast them out, but you can finance them out. Hmm. Ask me what you mean. <laughs> what you mean, doc? <laughs> Send her to go shopping. <laughs> Send her to go shopping. Get your head on. Give us some money. You'd be surprised at what you can finance out. You know what I'm saying? There's some issues. Just having money can finance some issues away. I mean, because it's just it just is what it is, and we'll deal with that. It's just even the Bible say the poor man's wisdom is despised. He can know everything in the world about him, compassionate enough, about love, about how to build a skyscraper, how mm. to solve the world's issues, but the poor man's wisdom is despised. You know why? Because he don't have no money to back up what he's saying. He have no influence. So money gives you what? Influence. So I'm saying? It gives you influence. And what the enemy don't want your marriage to have is what? Influence. influence. Because see, when you got influence, you can tell your family the hell with all that stuff y'all talking about. (laughs) We out of here. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? But when you, it, it changes the dynamic. But when you still, well, man, I'm gonna need some money or something, you know what I'm saying? And so then people respect you at a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Money, it gives you influence. It gives whatever you're doing influence. Ooh. Say it again. We're dealing with family and marriage today. That's right. I want my family and my marriage to have influence. I want it to be a light. I want it to be something that God can use to influence, influence other young couples. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, That's you it. won't have influence. Definitely. That we ain't just believing God gonna make a way somehow and the Lord <laughs> gonna get us through this. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Gonna do our part. Yeah. And I'll tell Definitely, you what, yes. Doc, man, we are having an a awesome discussion, man. Uh, but we, y'all, we're gonna have to take a quick break here and then okay. we'll be right back with more of the Mike, DJ, and Doc show. This is Mike, and you're listening to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Show. Welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Podcast Show, where we plant seeds for cultivating new culture. What we are discussing today is protecting the sanctity of family. If you missed any of the previous discussion, please re-listen to the entire podcast. You do not want to miss out on that part of the program. Hey, so Doc, before we left for break... We touched in yes. finances a little bit. I know we're not going to dig in too deep because we got a whole episode dedicated to finances coming up in the future. But one thing I yes. wanted to, to ask uh, when you were talking about finding the right person to deal with the finances, see who's better with it, you yes. know, come to mind too is uh, I don't know how it is with you, but sometimes you have family members or friends that come, hey man, can I hold something? Uh, hey bro, can I can I get five here now? Right. And I pay you when, and when okay. never happens. Like, <laughs> okay. So how do right. like, how do you make? Because that could be an argument. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, DJ, once again, I mean, yeah. So on that, I say, you know, anything that's over you and your wife, y'all need to have a common amount. Mm. Anybody want to buy anything over ten dollars? <laughs> we need to discuss it. <laughs> I mean, it's your money. And then as you grow, a hundred dollars, a thousand, you know, as your money finances flourish, but there ought to be a coming together. And then once again, all these family and friends, you know, we got, we got to get to the root cause of why is there such connectivity to so many outsiders mm. to us still? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because that, that's that, 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 that could be something that has to be dealt with too. You know what I'm saying? Because do I feel obligated? And why do I feel so obligated still to family and friends? But mm-hmm. for this cause, a man should leave mother and father, friends, all them, and cleave unto his wife. So, you know what I'm saying? So I got to get to the root cause of that. Because otherwise, like I say, the enemy will always want to take my influence. And money gives you influence. The Bible mm-hmm. say money answereth all things. But we're going to deal with that in our what? Fourth segment or I think yeah, fourth segment. We're going to deal with money. Right. And we're going to deal with that. Because I just said <laughs> something a lot of people don't even know that's, that's real and relevant in the Bible about money answered all things. Don't allow the enemy to take your answer mm. from your marriage yeah. by using people to tell you, they, yeah, they do love you and all that. You know, but yeah, we, but so with that, DJ, you just, yeah, you just going to have to draw some lines on some things. Coming in, so how long you been married again? It'll be 12 years in April. 12 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And y'all made it. Hey, great, great. 12 <laughs> is the number of <laughs> government, yep. number of foundation, government, structure, order. There's 12 gates to the city. Right. There were 12 disciples. There were, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 12 tribes of Israel. So 12, that's a powerful biblical number. Mm. So um, definitely, definitely. And there are some rewards awaiting you all. And, and this is a divine moment. If this podcast was for nobody else. It was for us. Yes. And hear that, DJ. It was for you and Natasha? Yep. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah, right on. Yes. Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Because I know, man, all, all of us work hard for our money. You know, yes. and we, won't, we don't want to just uh, be bad stewards over it, you know? Correct. So, but yeah, Not at all. speaking of work, man, like, we all have our different careers and everything. Some are in yes. our desired careers, some not yet. Uh, right. You know, my, our main man, Brian here, he's in his desired career, man, doing a great job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got to give okay, kudos, to, kudos to our sound, yes, man. Yes, definitely. And, yes. Yeah, so 
man, like, how do you balance career versus the family structure? You, know, you got to do be there for your family, but you need yes. the career to provide for your family. Definitely. And you do. Yes. And there it is. And I believe, you know, um, you got to realize that, um, you know, f- family comes first. And what I'm what I'm doing career wise is for the betterment of my family. And so, you know, you don't want to become overcompensated in one that you neglect the other. Mm. We tell people oftentimes you don't want to be, um, you know, hitting grand slams at work. But, hey, you can't even get on base at home. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, definitely, you know, you you just strike out because you're never, you're never even there. You ain't even in the dugout. You know, can't even put you in the game at home. So it, it is imperative that we have balance. Even the word of God say, let all things be done decently in order. Since they let some things, say let all things. So wherever, you know, so we got to know priority and prioritize our families that, you know, that they're right, that they're there. You know what I'm saying? That they're there and that there's an open line of communication. Definitely mm. that is not neglected over a career choice because a lot of people don't know how to balance the two. You know what I'm saying? And they, they really don't. You know, and so, and um, yes, they can easily become overcompensated in their career that their family, you know, <clears throat> goes to pieces. Yeah. And they lose their whole family because they're overcompensated in their career, mm. trying to be the best this and you're the worst husband and the worst wife or the worst mother, father. Why? Because you're neglecting your home. So you got to be balanced, you know, and everybody's balance is different. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we all are at different stages. Once again, those stages determine the ages of our children. You see what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. determine the ages, our age. I'm not still, you know, I got married in my 20s, you know. So my early 20s. See, everything is determined by those years and stages. So at each stage requires something different, you know, re- may require more of you. They have a wife that you just go, I just keep the home intact, everything. Man, another man may not have that kind of wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, you should be here. And you should leave. You, <laughs> it could be all kind of demands on a person's time. Yeah. And the other one may not even have them demands. No two homes are the same. Right. You see what I'm saying? So what worked for somebody else? That worked for you. Man, you here all the time, man. Don't you got a family? Well, wife is cool with it. I can be on a Zoom and be working. Am I ain't cool with that? You, you ain't going to be on no Zoom at work. Don't call me on no Zoom. You need to be simple. So everybody's is different. So and people have to find that. You have to find the niche, what works for your home. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely, as far as timing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right on. And um, me and Brother Mike were having a discussion at work, and uh, he shared his wisdom because, uh, you know, there's people who have careers that they're in, but then yes. you also have those people who, while they're working, they're also working on something else. Yeah. You know, in addition to family and other duties. And that becomes kind of a a mental strain. It can become a mental mm-hmm. strain because you're okay, right. pulled in even more directions. I and got you, yes. So for that one, like the person who's heavily involved, like say they're mm-hmm. in st- city council, uh, Right, they're volunteering at the church, they're they're working a job, they got the family, and they're trying to build a business on top of that. What would you say to that individual? Um, and once again, you know, he he or she cannot neglect to take care of home mm-hmm. because, for one, at the end of the day, you want God to smile on what you're trying to build, right. and you want God's hand in. And God says, if you know. God determines a man's success and some things, even in scripture, and Peter talked about how if you mistreat her, how your prayers won't even be answered. I'd rather have my prayer answered and treat her right. Mm -hmm. And my prayer be answered for my businesses. See what I'm saying? And everything I'm trying to build. I'd rather take, I want God to be pleased. God is a God of family. You see what I'm saying? And so... He'll bring some things together. There's some things that we are overstressing, overburdening about. He'll bring together when you're taking care of home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'll give you witty invention and creativity. And once again, I wouldn't want my prayers to be hindered because I've neglected, you know, home. Deborah, you know, that's right. priority. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'll take, that's not your church. That's my church. 
But so man, that, I guess I got all that. I, I, you know, why you chilling with your wife? I give you the divine revelation that it hit the whole nation, or the you know, whatever you're trying to build. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why just don't make sure you're not overcompensated in one area mm-hmm. and neglect what I prioritize. You see what I'm saying? I mean, if God say your prayer is gonna be hindered as a husband, if you're bitter, bitter unto her and neglect her, man, no, no, that ain't hey, man. Hey, and if a man finds a wife, he right. he. He find, come on, help good me. Thing. He find a good thing and obtain and favor obtain with the it. Lord. Come on, you think <laughs> that's what you need? Yeah, that's what we need on everything that we're doing is that favor that came with us. Mm. Come on, man, oh right my on. God, yeah. hey, man! Everything you're trying to build, every your money, it needs that favor. How um. can I get that favor and maintain that favor flowing in my life and on everything I'm working on? Yeah, so man, yes, right yeah. on, Doc. So for the people listening, I, I yeah. I'm gonna see if I can paraphrase or sum it up a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Don't let go of your wife, man. <laughs> you let go of something else. Uh, with some of them things, like Brother Mike was saying, like you look and see your duties. If if you ain't there, them duties still gonna be going on. You know, they gonna yes. find somebody else to do it. Whether it's your volunteering at city council or whatever it is, they gonna find somebody else to fill that position. But don't. Don't short your wife. Right. Yeah. Yes. Bro. Yes. And in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7, for those that are Bible, that, that, that go by the scriptures, it says, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Mm. Man, I mean, come on, man. I mean, oh, to God. Hey. Who want to be talking to a, a close heaven? You know, mm. I want the heavens open over yeah. my my home and family and whatever I'm trying to do. You know, I mean, that's why people become overcompensated in other things. Mm. See what I'm saying? Because God will make sure you are. Because ain't nothing coming together. You see what I'm saying? Because you're neglecting home. Man, hey, you, man, hey. So, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> There it is, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, so I'm I gotta uh, I'm hit you mm. with a hard one here. Okay. So some families uh, within their unit, there's a, a member of the family that's dealing with some sort of mental illness. Okay. That that could be a, a real touchy thing because as you know, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of met- mental illnesses: bipolarism. Mm-hmm. You could right. a person could be schizophrenic, paranoid. Or mm-hmm. I mean, like some of the old vets they have uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome, right. uh, and you know it doesn't just affect that one individual; that it affects the whole family. So, right. what would you yes. say how to how to carefully navigate that? Yeah, well, and, and we pray, and you know, have to encourage people in that area quite often. That's amazing that you asked that, and I've never really discussed this topic because. Being a caretaker can be overburdensome, mm. and it can take a toll on the family. It can take a toll on the primary caretaker, caretakers, etc. So, I mean, you know, we have to, we have to try to help people understand that you are graced to do it. Mm. God will not put nothing in your life, in your path, within your family that He didn't grace you to deal with. Yeah. And uh, realizing that, and um, glory to God, and that your labor is not in vain. God sees the labor that you've bestowed to an individual that he has created and your labor is not in vain. It, it is rewarded. It will be rewarded. And so we just kind of encourage. That's really what we can just bring is encouragement to let you realize that just, you know, they, your loved one needs you, you know, for those that are dealing in that situation, they need you. Don't give up yet. Yeah, you don't have the moments where it can be overburdensome, especially depending upon the need people have dealing with people that, are para- have paralysis. They can't move. They have to do everything for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So not only just mental illness, so it, and you know, and that's 24 7. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's good encouragement. Yeah. So, yeah, thank oh. you, Doc. And yes, to all the welcome. listeners, um, huh. I, I'm hoping y'all uh, taking all this in and that you get, uh, a lot of that you've gotten a lot of good information that you not only took took it in but that you use it 
and yes. that it blesses you and your family, that your family is strengthened by all this. And what I want to do right now, man, is just let's, let's, let's go back to what we talked about a little bit. Let's just tell her, let's give a quick recap of okay. what we discussed. Uh, so we touched on social media, how that can attack, attack the family, and, yes. and particularly with, uh, say, children, uh, good advice is to structure their time and give them a time limit. Uh, there's different right. parental controls you can put on devices, and yes. which is beautiful. Like my daughter, she has a phone, and if she tries to get an app, me and my wife are alerted. She can't get the app unless we approve it. Okay. So there's uh, things of that nature. Oh, uh, even the images, the, the images that can affect the self-esteem of the woman. We don't want to just say the women, because men too. We'll see right. different images, dudes all swolled up, you know. Okay. <laughs> you know, we like, man, I got, I got to get in the okay. gym or something. But um, just to keep loving on each other, mm-hmm. loving right. each other yes. through it. Like you said, God give, gives us the grace to do that. Yes. Um, we discussed uh, finances and in, in combination with that, <laughs> dealing with your yeah. Uh, extended family. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, forsake them and yeah, cleave okay. on to your wife. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the finances. Yes. <laughs> you can't uh, hold yes. my ten dollars because yeah. me and my wife said no. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, get a job. There we go. Gotcha. That's a whole other yes. topic. But uh. Yes. Yeah, we touched on that finances. Uh, putting your family first, putting your putting your spouse first, putting your, your who, whoever your spouse may be, put them first. Yes, as, as the Word of God says, yeah, you you obtain favor from the Lord. Right. Yes. So that's a quick recap. But uh, you guys, we got some really great things coming up. Uh, we want you to make sure that you you stay in tune because the next episode that we're going to do, <laughs> Doc, you're gonna be all over this uh-huh. one. Okay, Doc, I'm gonna tell you because Doc is also a, uh, a musician too. He does he writes music, right? Right, write music. Wow. So yeah, this one, man, this is all up your yes. alley. So, okay, and, and mine as well. Does yeah. music play a part in guiding our lives? Right. That's the next yes. episode, and we will have wow. a guest, a Chicago DJ, and yes. I don't want to say who it is, but we're gonna have gotcha. this. This person here is a very uh, down earth person. And is on the up climb to work with people in the industry, and you guys yeah. are going to enjoy it. So we thank you so much for tuning in. Please right. continue to yes. stay tuned and and follow us. We have a Facebook page, a website. The website is www.mikedjanddocshow.com. So I'm gonna spell it out: yes. www.mic. DJ A N D D O C dot com. All yes. right. Come on yes. and subscribe yes. to our mailing list too so you can be up to date with what we got going on. The Mike DJ and Doc Podcast was recorded at Audio Hive Podcasting in Joliet, Illinois. Audio Hive Podcasting is a studio dedicated to podcast recording, editing, and production. Check us out at AudioHivePodcasting.com. dot com.